When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about Biden's orders, the mandates that came out, what they mean. But more than anything, we're going to talk about people's reactions to it and why they exist. Because generally speaking, I've been watching since uh, news broke. I've been watching social media and I've been looking at all the different reactions. And really, there's only three. I mean, there's three basic reactions to this. The first, and it is the overwhelming majority of people, they're cheering it on. They're like, finally, finally, the Biden administration is doing something about it. They are mandating, in a way, vaccination. Good for them. And that, that's a huge number of people. That is more than 50%. That's most people right there. Then you have those who are conflicted, people who have ideological reservations about the idea of mandates of this sort because they believe in bodily autonomy. They're conflicted because a lot of them are like, well, I believe in bodily autonomy, don't think the government should really do stuff like this, but at the same time, I do understand that this isn't really wholly contained in the body. They've hit that intersection of ideology avenue and reality street and if you don't know that is a very messy intersection it's dangerous there are car accidents there all the time because conflicts occur and there are people that are conflicted about it and believe me i feel you i feel you if you don't know prior to the public health thing ever starting i have videos on this topic when it comes to mandates i don't like them now this is a little different than what I've laid out when I talked about it before, because this isn't criminal. It's civil, and there's ways to opt out. It's not quite what uh, I describe. At the same time, it's really close. It's heading that way. So I have issues with it. And then you have the people who are uh, going out there and saying, Well, this is Orwellian, a word I have seen a lot. Saying that Biden has turned into a dictator, that it is tyranny. Yeah, I mean, you know, because generally things that are tyrannical have a method of opting out. Um, But it's that word Orwellian that has really kind of got me. The thing is, when you look at the media coverage of this, there's something that is just absent, but it's in all kinds of other coverage. Any other major topic of the day, there's a a story that, that goes along with it that they talk about. In most cases, it gets a week of coverage in and of itself. Who's to blame for this? That's not happening in this case. 
So we're going to kind of go over it. As pro-vaccination as I am, I have to acknowledge the medical and scientific community that had bad messaging, horrible messaging. From the beginning until now, it's been a mess. It has been a mess. So they have some of the blame for this. But it's, you can't pin it all on them because, let's be honest, they weren't engaging in direct messaging. They were engaging in counter-messaging because we have an industry that at one time was theoretically in just pursuit of the truth, and that's how they turned a profit, that has instead switched to sensationalism, fear-mongering, and sowing division as their profit model. And the scientific and medical community was trying to combat that. And they share a lot of the blame. That might be why we don't have a whole lot of coverage of who's to blame on this, which is a normal facet of American coverage. But we're not getting it. Because there's no way to talk about it without acknowledging the media's role in it. So we can definitely blame them a lot. But there's somebody else to blame. Society as a whole. Because we have created a population that is so easily manipulated by emotion that they're falling for it. That they can be divided that easily. That they can be convinced to do things against their own interests that easily. And they're the ones calling things Orwellian. Which to me is funny. You know, when people say that, they uh, tend to just mean, well, it's like dictator-like, you know, to Orwellian. That's not what it means. That is not what it means. And they reference Orwell. But it's not really about Orwell. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody says Orwellian while they're talking about homage to Catalonia. And... I mean, to be completely frank, most people who misuse Orwellian probably have no idea why homage to Catalonia is in this conversation. The referencing 1984, and because they didn't read or don't understand the book, they think it simply means dictatorship. But that's not what it means. It references the whole system of being able to manipulate people, appeal to their emotions, give them their two minutes of hate via the media, which is what we get now with that sensationalized, fear-mongering media. References that. And it references the way that Big Brother, the government, the party, controlled the little peons at the bottom. The party told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and ears. This was its final and most essential command. That's Orwellian. And it's referenced throughout the whole book. Normally, to show how absurd it is, it uh, talks about a simple addition. The party says 2 plus 2 equals 5. And if you were a good party member, if you had totally bought in and you were totally co-opted and they had already created an obedient lackey out of you, you would deny simple math. Math you could have learned on Sesame Street. And that's Orwellian. 
I have some math for you. If you're against vaccination, how many times have you said, well, you know, it has a 99.99% survival rate. How many times have you said it? In the United States, if that was true, if it had a 99.99% survival rate, and we had 100% infection, the U.S. would have lost about 32,800 people. We've lost more than that in Florida. It's not true. Simple math. But 2 plus 2 equals 5. People are denying the evidence of their eyes and ears. You know, I haven't heard many people say 0.99. It's normally just 99.9%. Yeah, that's 320,000. We've lost twice that. 2 plus 2 equals 5, though, right? The, uh, the real secret behind the party's control is that people didn't know they were being controlled. People didn't know they had been duped because they rejected the evidence of their eyes and ears. So many people, the overwhelming majority of people are in support of this mandate because the United States has failed. We failed to create a society that can critically think, that can see through fear-mongering media, that can do simple math. We failed to create that society, and now we're paying the price for it. People are incapable of understanding something that's incredibly simple. Right now, you have a whole lot of people who, in order to believe the fear-mongering media that is coming out of Fox and like networks, they have to believe that the healthcare community, people who devoted their entire careers to saving lives, have suddenly stopped. That's not what they're doing anymore. They've switched. They want to put people at risk. Right? And they believe this because people whose entire job, their career, is devoted to sensationalism and fear-mongering and division. And they can't see that. They can't see that the most likely scenario is not that these two groups of people switch sides and switched motivations, but that they're doing what they've always done. And those who have bought in to the right-wing talking points have been duped. 2 plus 2 equals 5. 99.9%. It's simple math. Today's episode has been brought to you by the word Orwellian. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.